Welcome to the Media Books Podcast, the only place on the internet where creative accounting isn't a bad thing. Owning a virtual firm today means having a professional and modern online presence, and in this podcast, we talk about how to do just that. My name is Kristen Corey, and I'm the owner of Media Books, a media agency that provides creativity exclusively to accounting firms. And if you're an accounting firm owner, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Media Books Podcast. In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about what to do if your webinar flopped. I have totally been there. My very first webinar uh, under Media Books um, was a major flop. If you haven't heard this story before, I basically threw a webinar um, like at the beginning of the pandemic. It was like month three into my business. We had like, I think two clients. So cash was a little tight. I was trying not to spend a lot of money. And so I used the free version of a webinar software. Turns out when uh, you use the free version, the hour long webinar you planned um, gets cut short because only the first 30 minutes are free and then it cuts off. And it doesn't matter how many people were in your webinar, um, they all you know, they, the webinar's over because you only got 30 minutes for free. And so I was in the middle of a presentation and it got cut off and I tried to send everyone a link being like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Here you go. Um, but no one came back when I sent like a second link and, uh, yeah, it was a good learning lesson to read the fine print of whatever webinar plan you're using. Um, cause you may get cut off halfway through for going with the cheap option And you better believe, no matter how long I plan a webinar to be, I am always purchasing a plan uh, with a little bit of extra room for time and attendance and and all those things. So if you have thrown a webinar or you were planning on throwing a webinar and you're worried about it, know that things can go wrong. And if it does, you just kind of pick up and move on. But there are things that you can do um, to get a little bit of return on your investment, at least your time investment, if your webinar does flop. So these are things that you can do, whether you didn't get any signups, no one attended your webinar, um, maybe you stuttered, maybe you just need to work more on your presentation skills, no matter what it is, um, there, these are a few things that kind of, uh, can help with that ROI covers some scenarios, but not, not all. Um, the first thing, is hopefully, if you've already done the webinar and you're listening to this, or if you're planning the webinar, hopefully you're using a webinar app where you can get the emails of those who either RSVP'd and attended, and those who did not attend. When you have an email list, it gives you so much more flexibility as far as being able to increase the perceived value of the webinar experience and being able to connect with those people after the webinar is over. If you're just hoping to make sales based on that single webinar, that's going to be a really tall order. But if you can continue to follow up and engage with them in a newsletter or over email later on, you're going to increase your chances of successfully converting one of those, you know, leads into a client. So if you have those emails, first thing you want to do is to follow up with those who attended thank them, provide them with next steps, any resources you talked about in the presentation. Sometimes what I like to do is I actually 
will like download a PDF of the slides that I use and I'll share it. Also share a replay in case they want to, you know, rewatch a certain section. For those who did not attend, you can even, you can still share the replay if available. Um, and you can, you know, tailor the text in those two email campaigns to those who did and did not attend. Thank them for attending or say, hey, I'm so sorry that we missed you. Personalize it a little bit. It shows that you're really putting some care and thought into this whole webinar experience and not just kind of fishing for emails. And then after you've sent out those two emails, go ahead and add all those emails to your regular newsletter campaigns. This is really where you can get those additional, as we, I think we did, was it yesterday's episode where we talked, or I'm sorry, two days ago, we talked about uh, um, growing kind of your email list where you can kind of grow your email list based off a webinar um, and kind of grow, grow that way. I'm talking in circles. You can grow your email list by throwing a webinar. Make sure you're getting emails. The second thing that you can do uh, if your webinar is flopped is there's a ton of things that you can do with that recording. So it doesn't matter whether you used a webinar software or you used Facebook, make sure you record yourself doing the presentation. Ton of options. You can gatekeep, which gatekeep has been turned into a negative term. But frankly, I mean, if you're using it for marketing purposes, all it means is have an exchange for something. So you can gatekeep the video, meaning you can put it on your website and charge people to watch the webinar on demand. Um, if you're using something like Squarespace, you can easily set that up in your commerce section. You can gatekeep it by putting it in your Facebook group. So if people want to join your Facebook group, they have to provide their email. Now you have an email to add to your newsletter, and then they can go into the Facebook group and watch the, uh, watch the replay of the webinar. You can also post it to YouTube. If you have a YouTube channel that you're just trying to build, that's another great option. You can turn your webinar, your webinar into a lead magnet on your website. Hey, if you guys want to check out my webinar that I did on how to set up a process for collecting W9s, provide your email here and I'll send it to you. Super easy to set up with an app like Flowdesk. Um, Flowdesk is our preferred email campaign software. And that's something that you can quickly kind of have just running in the background. And again, grow your email campaign list and add a little bit of value on your website. You can also turn the video into like a blog post or a podcast episode. So let's say you have a blog, just create a new blog post where you have the video in there. Maybe explain it a little bit, maybe provide some resources, post the blog post and then use it. Use it whenever you're in conversations, you're in a consult with someone and they have a question about, you know, what are W9s or how do I create a process? Share that blog post. It's just an, another great way that you can kind of boost your SEO and then have a valuable resource on your website. You can also take clips from that webinar and post them online. You can post them to your social media. You can post them to YouTube. You can chop them up and use them as good little sound bits for all your different marketing materials. Thanks for catching another episode of the Media Books Podcast. I know right now we are in the thick of tax season and you likely do not have the time to begin any crazy new marketing strategies, but that does not mean you don't have questions. Some of the most common ones we get are, what app should I be using? What should I be posting online? How can I grow my email list? 
We answer all these questions and more on our website, mediabooksagency.com. Get our take on some of the most popular marketing apps in our app database, grab a content calendar that is tailored to accountants, or grab a template lead magnet to start growing your email list. It's all there 24-7 at mediabooksagency.com. Media Books, where nerds and creatives collide.